The furor over the bill, the new law in Texas regarding abortion has people angry, screaming, yelling. They are absolutely positively apoplectic. How dare the state of Texas figure out a way that it isn't in violation of Roe versus Wade? How dare the Supreme Court engage a 5-4 decision to allow this to stand? This was CNN just yesterday with Jeffrey Tubin. And you got to ask yourself, how do you have this level of just sheer hubris? said nothing. They have allowed the second most famous opinion of the last hundred years after Brown v. Board of Education to essentially be violated, be, be overrun, but they haven't even said a word about it, which strikes me as a real blow against the Supreme Court's institutional reputation, aside from the issue of whether this law is right or wrong. If anybody knows about reputations being shot, it's Jeffrey Tubin, and the idea that a pos- an opinion has some kind of popularity or notoriety, so did Plessy versus Ferguson. Tony Katz, great to be with you, Tony Katz, today. How do we explain this bit of legislation? What is it that we're really looking at here? What does it do is another part of the questions in front of us. Representative James White joins us right now. He is from Texas. He is a state representative there in the legislature, also a candidate for agriculture commissioner. And sir, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. You've been taking a look at this. Of course, you are at the front and center of this. How does legislation like this make its way to the Texas legislature and why move forward with it? Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Katz, for having me on with you this morning. I'm extremely proud to represent uh, my fellow Texans in my House district in East Texas. And how does this legislation come about? Well, I believe the Texas legislature uh, is a result of the people. And the people in Texas, the majority will in Texas, believes that the right to life is, you know, it's, it's a right that's given to us by God. And and government is responsible for protecting these rights. And that's how I think we get to these uh, this, this legislation, sir. But when people look at this and they say, my gosh, you're taking away a, a woman's right to choose. It's a violation of women's rights. It's an attack on, on women. I'm assuming you've gotten those phone calls like we've all seen that in the social media feeds. How do you respond and how does the legislature respond with that kind of pressure upon you? Well, <laughs> look, um, if you really believe and, you know, I, I see it when I go to hospitals, um, I, see, I, I hear it when I talk to doctors, a heartbeat is an indication of life. Okay. And so, you know, making the distinction between this life or that life or this person's uh, belief in some type of individual sovereignty versus the baby being able to live, I just think those are just false dichotomies, Mr. Katz, okay? Um, And so, again, uh, as a member of the legislature, I'm bound by our Constitution That's why I take my oath to the Texas Constitution and the U.S. Constitution. I am also bound by those uh, rights, those God-given rights that come 
from us that flow from us from the Almighty. And this is just where I have to settle. Talking to uh, James White, representative in the Texas House of Representatives, this abortion uh, law, now a law that is sending people uh, out uh, of of their minds. Let's just get into a little bit of it and some of the questions that get asked. um, Before we get into the Supreme Court part of it, some people discuss that the, the legislation allows for things to happen if there is an um, um, medical emergency, but not specifically things that happen regarding what is usually thrown out as the uh, the exception cases, rape, incest, etc. So, th- so the question before us is, was there a, a bit of bargaining that went on in, in the Texas House about what was allowable and what was not allowable, or was the well, overriding conversation as you're discussing it from a from a, a religious perspective if you will uh this idea of look it's about life so what yeah. else do we do here yeah and i'm also from a constitutional perspective um you know we 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 have governments that are created by the people in order to primarily preserve life this is why you have law enforcement this is why you have a military Right. This is why you have different agencies, you know, checking and making sure that nothing bad is flowing through the water is to preserve life. But to your question, uh, Mr. Katz, um, Texas law already defines what is and is not an abortion. A, a, a doctor performing uh, a procedure in the case of the the, the, the uh, life, the me- you know, medical emergencies, the a medical situation dealing with the life of the mother or the baby, an ectotopic pregnancy, all of that is already covered in, in in Texas law. That is not considered an abortion. That is that is a procedure that has been done by a medical doctor when we get into the medical emergency. Let's so move that, over to the. Yeah, let's move over to the Supreme Court because okay. if I start getting into the medical of it, I'm I'm in the areas yeah. where I, I I don't necessarily belong. I think that that you're still going to, of course, have the pushback from people who ask about these other things, just like you're getting the pushback uh, mm-hmm. from those people who can't believe that the Supreme Court would allow such a a, a, a thing. Uh, you have uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor saying that the court's order is stunning, presented with an application to enjoin a flagrantly unconstitutional law engineered to prohibit women from exercising their constitutional rights and evade judicial scrutiny. A majority of justices have opted to bury their heads in the sand. Was this legislation created to evade judicial scrutiny? Well, obviously not. It's being scrutinized by judicial officers right now. You know, let me just uh, treat this for a moment. Uh, Right now, I I serve as the House Committee Chair of Homeland Security and Public Safety. It has oversight over law enforcement and things like that, right? Uh, The previous two sessions, I served as chair of the uh, Corrections uh, Committee. has jurisdiction over the entire penal system, the incarceration system, and that deals with the death penalty. I would have to follow those cases. And and I will tell you, um, you know, what we're dealing with here is what they call the shadow doc- docket of the Supreme Court, where they, 
you know, kind of get these cases and folks want an injunction or some type of restraining order on a certain action. I would follow this docket a a lot where it deals with, with death penalty cases and other cases. And there are hundreds of cases, okay, that the Supreme Court just refuses to hear at that time and allow the case to, you know, percolate through the federal district courts, through the circuit courts, and and back to the Supreme Court if necessary. So, um, you know, I kind of think some of the the language that that our justices used in opposition was a little conflation, okay? There are cases in federal and state district courts right now in Texas that that are looking at this piece of legislation. So there is judicial scrutiny happening right now. The court just said, we want, at least right now, to let these lower courts deal with this right now. That, that, that's all really this was about. Let me take you to social media for a second and see okay. if uh, I can ask you, uh, talking to State Representative James White of Texas, also a candidate for Agriculture Commissioner. Let me see if I can get you to take on directly some of the things that maybe come at you that don't necessarily come at at, at other people. Representative Cori Bush, who represents St. Louis, has said of the legislation that you voted for, correct? You voted for this. Yes. And is now law, and the Supreme Court has decided not to hear the case in that 5-4 decision. She tweeted out, I'm thinking about the black, brown, low-income, queer, and young folks in Texas. The folks this abortion health care ban will disproportionately harm. Wealthy white folks will have the means to access abortion care. Our communities won't. Now, uh, never mind that she refers to abortion as health care. Representative White, you're black. Representative Cory Bush is black, and she's thinking about the black, brown, and low-income people this uh, uh, affects. Your thoughts? Well, um, I think that's tortured logic that uh, uh, Congressman Bush is using. Uh, I'm looking at statistics. Black and brown babies, because, again, we're talking about a heartbeat, which means there's life. There's a human, okay? Uh, Black and brown babies more so black babies, are disproportionately killed or murdered. Their lives are ended disproportionately through this practice of abortion. So um, I think her logic is, to me is quite uh, tortured. Uh, obviously, she's in another state. She represents another state, I believe. We're talking about Texas. I don't know what her state is likely to do once this um, these cases, you know, play out. But uh, I'm also concerned about the disproportionate number and, and level, rather, and percentage of black babies that have to succumb to this infanticide. Representative James White of Texas, state representative, also candidate for agriculture commissioner. Sir, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. All the best to you, I'm sure. And I hope we speak again soon. Hey, thank you so much for this opportunity. God bless. Absolutely. Take care. We've got more. I'm Tony Katz.